My parents bought a goddamn boat again. Again? <laughs> Don't they know we are not meant to own boats? <laughs> Your family aquatic. Hmm. I, I, it goes beyond that. It's that we have curse. Uh, we were cursed by the sea witch not to own a boat. <laughs> were you now? Yes. Every time we get a boat, it crashes. Really? I we, am unaware of this long tradition. We can have sailing tradition. boats, we can have rowboats, but we are not permitted to own a straight-up motorized fucking Outboard fishing boat. motored anything. Yes. We can have a Zodiac. Those are fine, but those are hard to crash, too. But yes, if we ever buy a normal-ass, quote, boat, it mm -hmm. not immediately, but pretty close to immediately winds up very damaged or mm -hmm. beached. Or both. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or in some way involves me swimming like a half mile to get on the boat because the mooring line got sliced or something like that. Or having to push it off of a beach as the tide comes in because the anchor line snapped and it drifted ashore and may or may not have a rock stuck in the side of it now. <laughs> How many boats does your family own? One! It was just fucking cursed as hell! <laughs> Did it have a name? Uh, Wave Wizard. Maybe it's Wave the, Wizard the Unfortunate? Maybe it's because we didn't name the boat the original name we picked for it, because, quote, it was too edgy, and they were... Uh, we got a super sweet deal on it because we knew someone who was trying to expand their brand of boat into the Boston area. So we got it at a super discount price to, quote, like disseminate the brand, essentially. And we wanted to name the boat Wave Scum, and it was requested we did not do that. <laughs> and my parents bowed to that person's requests, and I think that's what invited the Sea Witch to curse us. Mm-hmm. The Sea Witch Hagatha? Something like that, but so, um... Sure, we can make up lore. <laughs> sounds about right. So, um, we, yeah. we have a new boat, and it's not been named, which, um, for those of you that know anything about boats, is a very bad, bad thing. Bad thing. You don't not yeah. name a boat. But yep. I've been pushing a name for the boat. Which is? Uh, Man's Ruin. <laughs> Felt appropriate ruin. for our boat. <laughs> the Great Undoing. No, that's something uh. else. So, yeah, how are the chickens going to use the boat? <laughs> Your parents' other I hobby. I forgot about the chickens. <laughs> how did I forget about the chickens? They're fucking chickens. <laughs> what is with my family? Not content to just wreck one boat. <laughs> Our say, pray I ask whatever happened to Wave Wizard. We sold it! <laughs> because it was cursed. What type of boat was it? Uh, it's called a Contender. It wasn't a very big one. Uh, it's generic sea fishing boat. Mm -hmm. It goes fast. And was cursed. Oh yeah, that actually looks like a really nice boat. They were available down in... Um, they're big in Florida, I guess, or something. Which... You could, yeah, this looks like a really good boat to do sport fishing on. That's not, like, comedically large. Like, this is the type of sport fishing boat a single person could purchase and not be have to do charters to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me see if I can find a picture to make sure you're looking at the right one. 
Found one that says contender on the side of it, but that could be yeah. No, name. it's that's it. I found the right one. I found almost identical to the one we had, except we yeah. had. Oh, don't ever get a boat with a green top on it because then seagulls think it's land and drop crabs on the roof of your boat. <laughs> Part of the curse. Part of the curse. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling up essentially. Yeah, they're the. It was fine. That's a great picture. Do they all come complete with women whose boobs are being sent upward at the exact time the picture's taken? No, they do not. <laughs> That's an extra feature. No, and the way and the curse of the wave hag or the sea witch or whatever I'm calling her now at this Hagatha. point. Hagatha. Hagatha at this point in this joke would prevent that from ever happening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wicked Author Cast, episode 24, somehow. Um, I'm Jeff, or I'm Vader Gurr, and I am again joined by Charlie or Mordak, and uh, let's kick this thing off. Woo! The sounds of excitement. It's going to be a good week. The I know, Charlie's happy fire. the drought is over. He can qu- slake his thirst, um, participate in the universe and the internet as it may be. Oh, everything is terrible in the you best enjoy ways possible. Dumpster fires a little too much. Do you ever? I get that. Do you ever just like I, drive around the city looking for burning buildings with popcorn? <laughs> well, I live in L. Well, I live in L.A., so I don't have to drive. So, ev- arson's far, a problem but, everywhere, and if it isn't, uh, you can make it one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's up to you to start structure fires. Yeah, I. <laughs> I. It, it's not so much I enjoy the fires. I enjoy watching the palaces mm-hmm. burn, if that makes any sense. I, I really enjoy when things get built up so high that their falls are just magnificent. And it, it's one thing for things to fall over. It's another thing for things to fall so hard mm-hmm. they leave an impact. And then, like, the fallout that happens because of that impact is what interests me. Like, and, and we'll get to that. This week's news is full of... Oh, that's not, that's mm-hmm. quite bad, in fact, moments. But so, yeah, if you sure. want to take the first round of weeks, so, or should I? you know how last week I was uh, talking about a guitar arrive, or a guitar getting award? Well, yeah. it amazingly, it Did showed show up? up the day of that I got that uh, letter. That I didn't know it was there because my apartment, they nice. don't put big packages at my mailbox. Uh, so... They did either some kind of space wizardry that allowed them to tell me they shipped it and me to receive it on the same day, or they don't know when their stuff's going out. Huh. Uh, me too. I got to um, guess. But it is here, and I've started uh, tomorrow. I'm going to be going to a friend's house, and I'm going to be doing some routing on it to uh, widen up the electronics cavity, and uh, I will be probably be bringing you more updates as that goes on, and I'll probably wind up doing a... Uh, yeah. I don't know, I'll make like a blog post on something we get studios or something or some shit of uh, tracking my progress maybe one day or how to do it. Be the greatest video game news ever. Um, that it will. see, what else did I do? Played a lot of League. Um, some friends came over this weekend and uh, I got to... Our, we did a bunch of... Uh, not exactly LAN party because it's the internet and whatnot, but... Playing video games together, and that was a ton of fun. Um, it actually might be harder to do a real LAN finding party games at this point in time than just 
Yeah. Yeah. Then just like even with it. games like that, basically, if you want to be, I don't know if you or you can't even do an actual local area networking through League of Legends. I don't think. Yeah, Nox and I remember back in the day, people were DDoSing the StarCraft II championship because uh, they were looking for local area network support because so many people are, you know, playing against their roommates and don't want to deal with lag. And you can play against your roommate while you're in college with a game like that really well. Um, let's see, what else did I do? I played more Overwatch. I'm getting a lot better at uh, Tracer. Um... And I'm trying to pick up some Widowmaker. Spoiler alert, Jeff is a horrible sniper. Jeff is a sniper. Yeah, the, Jeff has always been a terrible sniper, and there's nothing new about that. Um, but I'm consi- pretty consistently getting in, like, the top two damage dealers on my team pretty much every game I play, and I'm very fortunate that I play with a group of people that like playing support and like playing tanks. I'm like, all right, if nobody wants DPS, uh, you're all sure you don't want it? Because, uh... I'm 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 really happy to have it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm amazed no one's fighting me for this actually. So, been doing that. Um, I think that's it because pretty much the big the big things in my week were uh, all that going on. Not sure. All right, so um, I have been continuing to play some things. I, as those of who watch the channel noticed, we put up a Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 3 video. Oh, that's what I did. I watched that video. Uh, it's all I watched about some the, of it, at least. It was fantastic. It's all about the sports. Only the sports. Only the finest sports ball for this channel. For something Wicked Studios. Hmm. But yeah, no. So out of just kind of sick curiosity, my girlfriend had to go off and spam babysit, uh, dog sit for her sister. And... As a result, I had the night alone with Free of Judgment to actually play that game. Mm-hmm. And I can report I have now played through one round of the campaign. All right, so you get 14 days on the island, and we barely scratch the surface of what that game is about. There is a whole really uncomfortable pervy depth to that game that I should have expected but it is way too legitimate of a game in many ways for me to be comfortable with that game existing and now it's just around my apartment and I'm like uh, what do I do do I burn this do I sell it like do I bury it like what do I do to contain this evil mm-hmm. I say talking video games is reminding me of the other thing I need to talk about so we start talking about DOA. Remind me to go back to that, but uh, no, I, I I was really surprised at how in depth and involved like the DOA gameplay was, the- and then I should have been less in surprised about how much of the game was dedicated to like I'm like okay, they put together a really solid uh, volleyball game. It's going to be mostly volleyball. It's like and here's the spa section. And like, oh, right. I forgot about all that bullshit that's going to be in no, here. No, the, the volleyball in that game is genuinely challenging and actually kind of a lot of fun. The mm. um, lotions with which you rub your characters down to make their um, bosoms or um, ass areas grow or soften or tighten or harden. Soften, yes, because you can tell. No, the physics, the physics. Oh, they changed the physics? They changed the physics. <laughs> Part of my deep dive was, okay, what the fuck does this game do? Like, 
in the What's dumbest... sad about this is you now know there's a way of min-maxing that. There is a way of min-maxing <laughs> it. I, I, I looked it up because I'm like, I'm not putting any effort into this. I need to experience oh this game in its fullest. But, like, there's some really innovative tech in that game. Like, the tanning system, which by itself is stupid. But the fact the game understands that, like, different clothing will cause your character to tan in different ways. And then that it will take time for those tans to even out over time is really interesting. Like, if you apply suntan lotion after a certain point, the tan will stick around longer, but, like, if you change soon, so it's a third time, that changes the chance altogether. It's... That game has things that are way too legit for that game. Like, that's all... I'll say it again. Parts of that game are way, way too good for that game. Also, that bikini that you encountered at the beginning of it is a rip-off of a bra that was sold by the band the misfits for a I, long time with skeleton hands sure no there's an actual bikini <laughs> in the game that has three-dimensional skeleton hands on it too oh of course yeah I, so why shouldn't there be i did not dive as deep as i could have i didn't feel like playing multiple rounds of this game because it's a cumulative game as best i can tell but okay. i my, the the depth which i dove was I was surprised there was not a bottom to reach. I, I don't think I even like. I don't think I even fully understand what that game actually is. Like, there is that game should not exist. At the same time, that game is way more game than it should be. And at the same time, it's nowhere near as bad as people made it out to be. Like, it's got its moments, but also it's like, nah, this volleyball is actually good and hard. Well, I think if people make it out to be like this demon game, it's be, it probably gets more flack for existing than it is like that horrific of a like, um, like it's the fact that it exists more it is that that it's like some horrific like revealing game. Like, oh no, there's a pole dancing. Your reward for playing the game well is the pole dancing section and stuff like that. The game is bad. Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm I agree it's bad, but it's not like H game bad. No, it's true. It's everything up to an H game, but yeah. Yeah. But the fact that someone went through the time to try and mass market, like, it's understood H games are going to sit and die in their little corner by themselves, as they should. Yeah. But they're not supposed to meet, reach the mass market. No. This like, was intended to reach millions. <laughs> no, and this and this sort of gets awkward, because I can honestly say that game has some of the better controls for a sports game for how quickly it is to pick it up for the volleyball stuff and how much depth there actually is to the volleyball stuff that I've played recently. And I've played a couple sports games recently. Like, that mm -hmm. is a... If it was just the volleyball part of it, that'd actually be an okay game, potentially. It'd for be like, an okay game that wouldn't sell, unfortunately. Like, like, 20 bucks, it'd be a pretty solid game. Like, it'd be a solid volleyball game. But, um, I guess moving on from that to more Japan stuff I've been into, um... Or, it, right, or... Because I was talking my way, can I do the one thing first sure, before sure, I jump down sure. that? So tying back into last week's conversation, uh, one of the other things I did this week was I played me some Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And one of the important things that Charlie pointed out from, uh, was it Black Sails, the uh, show you're watching? number of pistols? Blackbeard has a vest that holds four pistols, one of which is opposing direction to the other, so you can grab it with your left hand while grabbing the other three with your right. 
the appropriate number of pistols was achieved, and I figured that was absolutely worth mentioning. For those who don't know, Edward Teach is Blackbeard. That's the guy I was like, holy crap, he has all these appropriate number of pistols. Yep. Well, but... But now back, that I've derailed you back to where you were. Yes, back to back to Charlie's fight with Japan. Um, have I mentioned Man with a Mission yet? Man with a Mission, you have not. Uh, Japan's premiere by Werewolf New Metal Band. Oh. It sounds like something I'd it's enjoy. Fucking Lincoln Park with werewolves. Okay. Now, I I'm not a big fan of new metal. I think we've trashed on it at least once in the run of the podcast. At least I have. And I I'm uncomfortable now with the number of werewolf bands I'm aware of. You're aware of more than one? I am aware of multiple werewolf bands now. Like, I thought, like, and I picked the best one. It was Power Wolf. Yeah, they keep trying to sneak some Christian undertones into their music for me, but I... I'll, I'll allow it because they they have such great songs as Sanctified with Dynamite and literally great track titles like We Will Drink Your Butt Blood and Die, Die, Crucify. Mm-hmm. Power Wolf, what do you expect from a werewolf band? I was not prepared for Japan's They Japan look very black version. metal. Yes, they're, they're black metal. Uh, Power Wolf is black metal-ish. Man with a Mission is... Much Japanese lighter. New metal. Their music videos are hilarious, though, because they put, like, CG dog heads on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was worth uh, mentioning. But, um, so I'm I, entertained. I, I, I mean, so, I'm looking it up and I'm watching it. Unfortunately, dear listener, I, you'll, you'll have to look it up on your own. But yes, it's... I'm entertained. It's quite a thing, but so on. Um, bringing me back to my Durin Gray days. Yes. They, Maximum they, the Hormone. Yep. Don't drag Maximum the Hormone down with Durin Gray. One band Fuck is you. They're both good. <laughs> Maximum the Hormone is so much better. Nah, so much better. Durin Gray is a better metal band. Maximum the Hormone is a better mix band. It's a better band. They do so much other stuff. That's fair. I think it's a better band overall. But that's neither mm. here nor there. But so um, I, I return to my lighthouse with which I view the vile things of the internet. I. I, the I, underdark, the uh, the underdark, the nether, the nether web, the whatever you want to call it, the pit that has spawned forty videos and vape life and the other things I choose to stare into and observe and keep track of, and I found a new one. Uh, you've you've watched a top ten video before, right? I hear they're pretty popular on YouTube. We intentionally don't do them at Something Wicked Studios because there's enough of video game based ones out there. They're pretty awful, and I can't stand them, yeah. So, I'm not sure how I stumbled across it, but I started finding top ten videos for, like, top metal stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are by- never accurate. <laughs> no, but they're made by people that have no right to be talking about metal, like, in mm-hmm. the most egregious ways possible. And the production value on the ones I found were through the roof. Like, someone put a lot of effort into making the wrongest list of metal things ever. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, how can someone be this wrong and put this much effort in? And I'm going through the rest of their stuff, and I'm like, okay, this seems to be more of what you're about. But I have now watched like seven or eight hours worth of completely wrong top ten metal things. Like, I now know what the not top ten metal anthems are. I now know what the not top ten most um progressive metal bands are. I now know what the not top ten most shocking album covers of the metal world are. Uh, 
FYI, apparently the band Dio is a metal band. I did not know that pre- prior to this point in time. Dio. Uh, Holy Diver and shit like that. Yeah, Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. Um, Rainbow in the Dark. I stand by, I'm not sure they're a metal band officially, but... They're um, power metal. They're the inventor of it. Yeah, I guess. Which is the, like, Dungeons and Dragons inspired metal. They're the, like... They're considered kind of the beginning of it. Let me rephrase. Does Holy Diver make a list of top ten headbanging songs? I mean, it's a classic. No, I don't no. know if it's one that, you know, it, it. I wouldn't put it as top ten thrash metal song. A top ten like, <laughs> list that had no thrash metal, neglected a monomorph, or other bands that feature the double bass pedal. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's yeah. just, it, it was just the thing where I'm like, did you just Google, like, ten most successful metal bands and make a shit ton of videos out of that? Like, Iron Maiden won a surprisingly number of bands, of, of lists, including ones where it's, like, newest metal band. I'm like, when was this made? They're not new. Uh, their latest album came out last year, but it wasn't amazing. I, no, no, this was top ten new metal bands. New Iron metal? Maiden made the list. <laughs> Say, New Metal Iron Maiden is not. No, no, it's not. New Wave British Metal, I'll give you. <laughs> I don't think Iron Maiden is officially um, Scream Metal, Death Metal, Black Metal, or Pagan Metal either. It's on those lists as well. Pagan Metal, I can think of maybe like one or two songs, like The Search for Fire or but something. Would that would out would be Storm, El- but would they beat out <laughs> Ailstorm, El Wady, and Amonomarth for that list? Well, Ailstorm's not a... Uh... Eh, they kind of are. How they're a pirate metal band. more so than more so than Iron Maiden more so than Iron Maiden definitely though Iron Maiden actually has songs about like old timey shit so does <laughs> I'm sorry Aelstrom has a song about going back through time to fight Vikings <laughs> and and I'm sure Iron Maiden has songs just about Vikings I think they do too actually but yeah you can't beat out a Monomarth or El Wady on a pagan list if you're Iron Maiden yeah. Iron Maiden, oh, apparently there's an Iron Maiden, like, t-shirt where they made, uh, a whole bunch of their logo with, um, what's it called? With, uh, Viking shit. It's got longbows. Right. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, but Zombie no. Vikings are an untapped market that I want to fight against or alongside in a video game. Yeah. I, I learned that in the last six seconds. Kratos may have that for you in the upcoming God of War game. Holy shit, you're right. That might be a thing. Oh, I want the new God of War game now. <laughs> I always wanted the new God of War game. But yeah, so I've just, I've I've added a new thing to my list, which is just wrong top ten metal video lists. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. it's they're amazing. They're so there's terrible. A, there's a weird allure to it that like makes you keep watching, like just to disagree with it. Like two was fucking wrong. How bad can one be? Holy shit! How'd you pick that for one? Yeah, like. And then next thing you know, you're down a goddamn rabbit hole with no hope of climbing back out. Yeah. No, so I, I guess the last kind of thing of note I did was I went to a um, beer release party, which was fun, except for the fact that I've never paid an entrance fee before to then have to buy my own beer at a beer release party. But the beer was good, so it was just kind of... They, they know the supplier. Can't they get any for They free? were the supplier. It was at their yeah. brewery. That that's the joke. Yes. Um, I've had so many like 
times I've gone to like just you know regular old liquor stores and they're like, would you like to try try a free sample of insert local brand here? Yeah. How could they not get it like at least a free beer for every person who shows up? I'm not saying it get you hammered, but they do owe you at least a free fucking beer. Yeah, or a shot glass or something. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, the shot glass. I don't know what my $13 entrance fee covered. I really don't at this point. Do they like have a live band or anything like worth mentioning? So they started their thing at 5. I got, the, me and my girlfriend got there around like 8. We left around 10.30 and the band had yet to appear. So, hmm. yes? I hmm. don't know. It the brewery is cool, though. They're called the um, Phantom Carriage Brewery. They make sours, which are my favorite type of beer. They have a good name. I'll give them that. Yeah, the, and the entire thing was like um, zombie tiki themed out. You reminded me of that with the uh, zombie Viking thing. But they had like... Zombie tiki. But they just had like skeletons shoved in around the brewing equipment and shit like that. I'm like, okay. This is obviously That's... for the event, but I approve of this. Mm-hmm. That sounds so good. It was. I'd love to go with zombie. It should have been better. That that was me and Jen's reaction, which is, it's like this is very much an us thing. This should be pushed harder. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there was a lot of good ideas and a bad execution. Yeah, that's definitely the case of it. But yeah, but didn't do too much on the gaming front. Did the Dead or Alive thing. Played some more Destiny. But yeah, I, I I'm slowly like making a list of games. I'm like. I need to play you for reasons, but I don't want to play you because you're only channel content worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's one of those, like, what's the difference between science and dicking around, writing it down? Basically. <laughs> no, and there's a bunch of stuff where it's like, I will regret not recording this, so I can't play it till I feel like recording a bunch of stuff. Yeah. By myself. There's certain thing or certain times that you like find yourself. It's like I want to play this game. I want to record it, but I want it to be fresh and I want to have energy. And right now, I just don't have energy, so I have to forbid myself from playing. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I've been through that. Yeah. Shall we get to news? Sure, we can get to news. It's time for news, I suppose. So, um. I guess our first news item, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is adding some crazy to the game in kind of a cool way. Have you kept up with this at all? I have a little bit. So Um, they're going to prove that if you ever thought that Pokemon was based entirely on Darwinism, you were correct. Even more so now. Explain. So one of the old jokes that I've always heard is that Pokemon is the unholy unison of darwinism and cockfighting sure that sounds because right. they're and um we now have the if you take one pokemon and you put it in a different environment through random reproduction and the carrying on of genes they will start to change thus continuing to prove darwinism so what jeff is actually quite skillfully alluding to is the fact that the new game will have some variants on some old favorites meaning you now have stuff like a um like Vulpix, a traditional fire Pokemon, is now actually ice. And its evolved form is Ice Fairy, I believe. Like it's I think that's actually kinda cool, but my favorite of which is my um the uh I have special love for Executor. The yep. dumbest palm tree Pokemon ever, or so I thought, till they revealed the new version of Executor, which is a ten foot tall monstrosity. Palm tree, literally a fucking palm tree version of the thing. Like, I, 
I was I was kind of on the fence about Pokemon Sun and Moon. I may actually go get Pokemon Sun now. So, what you need to do when you catch your Executor, yeah, is you are going to have to name it Giraffe, and then you need to find a way to get it on ice, and hope that there's some kind of like slip move or something that makes like the character sprite fall over or some bullshit, so that you can watch that thing fall. Like that giraffe you saw on ice in Toronto. Yeah, no, that that a bad place for a giraffe to be. Yeah, Toronto I, Zoo. Looking at you. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's I. I was kind of meh on this Pokemon thing, but they keep unveiling new stuff, like this whole regional thing on top of gyms. I guess there's something about regional stuff going on. There's some new evolutionary things going on. It. I can't say I'm excited about it, but I'm actually interested in Pokemon for the first time since. Probably I played gold or silver back on the Game Boy Color. Gold and silver, the games have gotten better or have gotten more advanced since, and I am still playing through Pokemon Black slow, very slowly. I would actually ditch that one to XY. That game has some problems. Well, XY, I'd have to upgrade hardware. Fair. Um, But uh, gold and silver are still probably my favorites because they're... Unlike the other ones that I've played so far, and I'm sure someone could potentially uh, correct me, that gold and silver, I believe, take place in Johto. And then after you do all that, you get dropped into Kanto. Yeah, you get and to you transition. Play through, and you get to transition and play through the entirety of blue, blue red, and yellow yeah, world. It, and I really love that. No, and it also features my favorite starter, which is, the, uh, which is Totodile. Totodile's a boss. Fucking War Gator. Uh, Laser Gator. Yeah. The uh you know about the se- or uh Laser Gator? I know of something along those lines. So, you know Twitch plays Pokemon? Yeah. So they played that after they did the first round oh, of sure. it. And um the starter Pokemon they had was a Totodile and they used Leer so much, they just started imagining it had laser eyes and thus Laser Gator was born. Yeah, it sounds about right. And uh not to the extent as the first Twitch Plays Pokemon with, you know, Flareon, the Betrayer, and Digrat, and uh, Abby, and Bird Jesus, and all that. But um, the second go-around wasn't as big, but it was just as involved, and people cared just as much, and had just as much passion for it. Yeah. And I don't remember what Laser Gator did, but for some reason, half the community was determined to set it, set it free and get rid of it. And the other half was like believe in laser gator he's our savior and they had absolute back and forth between like where they were just stuck in a pokemon center walking back and forth to the computer depending on which group had more sway at the second uh, to get to throw away laser gator yeah no it's i i uh x and y which is the last one i played had some major improvements like the 3d and some animations like that game's actually pretty pretty for a pokemon game like the isometric view the ability to customize your trainer a little more i like all this stuff i i personally like the xp share could sped the game up a little bit but i also stand the bullshit that is that the network abilities it had i like that a lot but yeah i will always have a soft spot for gold and silver as Maybe not the best Pokemon game, but definitely my favorite. I liked the 250 you got at that point in time. We're now up to way too many for me to keep track of all of them or really care. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, they're doing... It's it's neat to see 
crazy stuff going on in Pokemon to tie it back. Actually, we were talking about like the new versions, the crazier evolutions, the specialty types. I like I said, I'll actually probably pick up Pokemon Sun this time around because they've done enough to make me go, okay, this is a thing. Apparently, like this is not just Pokemon again. It's a new Pokemon game. Like actually, emphasis on new. Hmm. But yeah, so uh, speaking of Pokemon, we have a bit of Pokemon Go news. Naturally. Uh, of course, we can't go through the week without it, apparently. Um, so, a Articuno was captured in Ohio. So we now know where it is. No, because it wasn't supposed to be captured. Oh, that's right. Those are the three legendaries. They're not supposed to be in the game. No. So... To summarize the story, some a couple in Ohio got it, put it in a gym or something like that, posted some pictures, and the Ohio Pokemon Go community went ape shit. And As they should. The running theories are that they either hacked the game, this was caught when the game was super glitchy, which I think that one's more likely where you'd catch something, it would swap something out for what you caught. Or the third one was they actually caught it, which I didn't believe at all. I guess there was also the fourth, which they were claiming was Niantic gave them Articuno as an apology for all the bad service. And they had an email showing this that had Articuno misspelled in it. So hmm. that theory sounds less plausible to me. But as a, uh, but the update to that is it was it fucking tore Pokemon Go apart and it kind of sparked off what we're going to talk about next about Pokemon Go. But eventually Niantic has taken it away. Mm-hmm. Because they were not supposed to have it, and obviously they were liars. Mm. The running theory for they glitched it into the game or kind of hacked it was there's they could have hacked the game and made and just given themselves it. Or there's a, I guess, a hack where you change the appearance of a Pokemon, but it's still actually that Pokemon, so it could have been like a, a Rattata or a Butterfree or some other bullshit garbage-ass Pokemon that just in-game looked like Articuno and showed up as Articuno. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's the fun story for Pokemon Go for the week. Now for the less fun story. Um, people are pissed, rightfully so. They um, Niantic has released an update, and as opposed to fixing the tracking system's three-step glitch, they just took that out of the game. Why does the this three, matter? Three-step glitch. So, um, you haven't been playing long enough. The Take your mind, I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, the tracking system is based around there's, um, when you go into the grid, it shows what's close to you, and in theory, it shows how far it is based on the number of footprints below it. There was a glitch in the game where everything had three footprints, regardless of location or distance from you, which made tracking stuff a lot harder. What's... Oh, okay. Niantic's solution to that was just to pull that out of the game temporarily, or so they've claimed, because it wasn't working they're trying to perfect it. At, uh, as part of the same update, they closed down a bunch of Poketracker and webs other websites that help the tracking of Pokemon, or the, like, hey, a shit ton of these have been found in this location, go check that out. Like, uh, Poketracker, yeah. some other websites like that have been just shut down. They can no longer access the game courtesy of the update. They've been shut out. And at the mm -hmm. same time, you then have, I believe it was the CEO of Niantic coming out and saying, we're totally, we think it's totally cool to have these deals with McDonald's that make every McDonald's a Pokestop or a gym or something. 
because it keeps us needing to put in-game advertisements in the game, but none of you fuckers can have third-party support with these websites and stuff like that. We think that's ruining the game and not the glitches or anything. They're pro they're protesting some weird stuff. So, and all of the snowballs to the point where people are now, at least on Google, requesting refunds of refunds of funds and getting them based on the grounds that the game they put money into is no longer there because they've removed stuff like the tracking system officially. And yeah, people are mm -hmm. pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame them. I, for one, have not played it in almost a week. I, I had a moment over the weekend where we were, I was driving with my girlfriend back actually from the brewery thing. And I had my phone open and her phone open because in the passenger seat and we passed an Oddish. I said, oh, it's an Oddish. And my girlfriend proceeded to cut across two lanes of traffic to the side of the road so she could catch the damn Oddish. And at that point, I'm like, I think it's time to uninstall this game for me. <laughs> this is not enough game for me to be this invested in this. And It's not worth risking your well-being. <laughs> it's still on my phone, but it's no longer on the homepage. I'd have to go dig through my games <clears throat> to find it. And I'm like, yeah, I... Don't miss it. That game didn't have a lot. It never had a lot going for it, but I kind of got the slap in the face that had me jolt out of it and go, no, you should stop caring about this for now. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. follow the community like it's Eve. Yeah, no, it's, if they could add some real game to that game, I'd be interested. But for now, yeah, I'm backing off and just choosing to observe the, as you put it, dumpster fire that is that corner of the internet. Mm -hmm. So the other thing I did this week is I went and I visited a coworker. uh one of my coworkers works at a bar, so we, me and my uh, friend went there to visit her, and it was, the bar was out in front of, like, one of those, like, public gazebo type things where they have sure. concerts, and it was a poco stop, and it was just, like, sitting there just watching people just fight over the same gym, and it was like, I wonder, are, the people who were there, I believe, were on Team Extinct, and I was watching, and I'm like, There's not huh. a Team Extinct. Or, Instinct, whatever. Um... And, uh, like, you would watch them do it, and then you'd see, like, two more kids walk up, and then they just start staring at their phones like, oh, these two groups are about to have at it. I wonder if they'll actually exchange words or something. Nope. That never happened, unfortunately. No, but... it's it's a little freaky, I guess. It's it's fascinating oh, to also, watch. Also, I have formally joined Team Valor now. Yeah! Unofficial <laughs> Team Rocket. We will rise. Yep. But... Moving on, moving on with news. Remember when I said The Division might be made into a movie? Mm-hmm. It's officially being made into a movie. Lionsgate prevails! Uh, kind of, sort of, not really, but yes. It's help, They're going to help develop it with um, Ubisoft's new motion picture department. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica... I can't pronounce her last name, from Zero Dark Thirty, which... That's kind of a weird thing to have someone attach them go to a division movie. So it's attached. Call me unattentive or confused, but isn't Jake Gyllenhaal also supposed to be making the Titanfall movie right now? Uh, Assassin's Creed. Is there a Titanfall movie coming? I thought there was a Titanfall movie coming. There's an we Assassin's Creed one coming. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what you thought it was. I, I or think either way, isn't he supposed to be busy? I believe he is. Yeah, I I just love the concept of a game that essentially has no story to it being made into a movie. 
or very minimal story. In some ways, it actually might be a more effective delivery method for the story and plot of that game than an actual game was in some bizarre, dark ways. So I, I kind of actually want them to go full video game movie with this, where they're trying to simulate what it's like to play that game in a movie format. So I want people to randomly disappear and turn invisible, glitch through <laughs> walls, like nine people just corpse camp one poor fucker in the dark zone. I want <laughs> the Division movie we're owed. Mm -hmm. A real 30 movie. people can't get to the front of the line because there's someone standing in front of a uh, computer terminal. Now you're getting it. Yeah. Now you're getting it. The Division movie Charlie demands. I, it's the it's the Division movie the Division deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so moving on from that, the uh, Overwatch ban hammer continues to strike mightily. Mm-hmm. Were any of your friends affected by this, Jeff? Uh, which game? The Overwatch. Overwatch? No. Yeah, I, the ban hammer's rolling swiftly and powerfully, and... I only bring this up because the reaction to it has been hilarious. Really? A lot of people are like, I only installed an aimbot and used it for one match and shit like that got hit, which serves you fucking right at that point. Like, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. I play with scrubs who don't cheat, so... Yeah. It's pretty pretty easy. None of us have gotten banned. No, the, the reading people's responses to getting banned, it's like, why was I banned? I'm super good at playing the game with my aimbots enabled. Why <laughs> would you kick me out of the game? I'm like, well, there's your answer. Yep. And the best part of it all is people are threatening now to sue Blizzard over being banned for using hacks and exploits and stuff like that, which if they'd bothered to read their terms of service is a violation. It says no. Yes, they're... <laughs> You they can pull your service for any reason they want. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, so from one game that features aimbots to another, um, the biggest Counter-Strike betting site is trying to get an official gambling license. Hmm. CSGO Lounge. So they're trying to legitimize what is gray zone and completely illegitimate? Yeah. All I don't right. think this will go through, especially because Valve has flat out said, no, we're not doing this. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a matter of whether or not this company can operate without Valve's approval. Yeah. Which they might be able to do. We'll have to wait and see. And to be fair, the Valve, the Valve cease and desist specifically targeted accounts that were being used for gambling, not necessarily the sites themselves officially, but I, this is interesting. I, I'm I want to see how this one shakes out. I think we've talked once or twice about how the rules of gambling, or maybe it's something Alex, we were talking about this topic. The rules of gambling are kind of, I wasn't yeah, there. I think you're right. Like the rules of gambling are pretty goddamn archaic at this point, And you need to see some improvement because this is the world we live in. Now people want to gamble digital skins for shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, so, um, moving right along, we have a news topic purely for me. Mm-hmm. Bunch of Destiny crap got announced. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go find it on Game Informer or various other sites that summarize it pretty well. I'm going to tell you the only thing you need to know from it. Year two equipment is upgradable into year three. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And there's some other cool stuff going on, like this artifact that you mind control enemies briefly and shit, but... The thing I was most concerned about, which was all my new fancy gear I have from year two won't transfer easily into year three. 
I'm glad they listened on that one. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, and the less nice things. Um, I only brought this up because we seem to like, I like making fun of Telltale whenever I can. The um, Batman Telltale video game. Not doing so great on PC, or more, its reviews have been real bad because, like every Telltale game, it's fucking glitchy. Mm-hmm. Have you... So they can just keep their writing staff and pass off the game design. Yeah, it's... I think they should maybe fire their writing staff a little bit, too, but mm-hmm. their, their games are very formulaic at this point, which makes the problems you have with the technology, the graphics and shit like that, all the more just, well, confusing for me in some ways. Mm-hmm. And last but not least for me, before I hand it off to you for a quick news item or two, the um, mm-hmm. PSP Vita has finally been hacked slash rooted, whatever you want to call it. So Ooh. it can now run homebrew apps. Hmm. And the Game co- changer. Uh, it's actually a pretty big deal, yes. the What made the original Vita such a success was you could hack that thing and put anything you wanted onto it. The Vita was pretty secure up until now, but they've managed to crack it so wide open there's just a website you can navigate to via the in-game browser that will then do it for you. Wow. Yeah. And like, I guess one step cooler factor of it, the um, PSP um, TV, the one I bought to play Persona 4 on, you can also root that. Hmm. Via the exact same website. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I have to get a Vita. <laughs> yeah, it's... It... What's, or what's hilarious about all this is the first time I ever found out about um, PSP 1000s yeah. being rootable was in a tech magazine. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, through people or anything like that. It was a legitimate tech magazine that was talking about it and talking about how cool it was and, like, how to do it. And, like, I'm sure Sony doesn't view any of this as good news. They view it exclusively as lost revenue and game sales. I um, I think they've written off the Vita enough where it's anything that might sell the Vita a little bit more. It's like, fuck it, yeah, yeah we got to get rid of these stocks somehow. Yeah. Because the thing is, that will move the hardware. It'll do nothing for the software. Yeah, but they're not making money off most of the yeah. software as it is because no one's buying it. True. Yeah, and to be and in their defense, they're not defense actually because they're good guys on this topic. The guys that managed to root and hack this have not gone on to make it so you can pirate the games, just so you could oh say install an emulator or something like that, like you could with the uh, with, you could with the original PSP. Yeah, so current also, games, not they will so not much. Provide, they will not provide you with the games. They'll provide you with the technology to play them. Yeah, that's purely the And then the you have to be immoral after that. Yes. The thing that I enjoyed the most that um, hacking PSPs brought about is third-party, like, people can just start making games for it, which yeah. I know, yes, you run all the risks that you run with any other modding community. But, like, I used to play so much fucking Tetris on my PSP. No, it's it, that that console handheld existed as well as it did because of the hacker community and the mod community for it. Like, there was some yeah. cool stuff. Dark, was it Dark Alex is a hero? <laughs> sort of, yeah. Sort of. <laughs> the hero Whatever. we deserve? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I have know. no idea anything about that guy other than he's the one who, like, does... Or did most of the hacking and whatnot. For all I know, the guy's a fucking scumbag. Yeah. In, like, real life, whatever. I have no idea how he is. Or he could be a saint. Hard to tell. Yeah. Oh, so, and I guess uh, one last kind of breaking news item. Uh, Rockstar will reveal a new project soon. 
But also, Grand Theft Auto V is going super well still, guys. So, yeah. We're still making a shit ton of money off that game. The uh, crazy driving maps are pretty fun. Yeah, I saw them. I didn't, I get, got, I didn't get a chance to check them right. out. The time I got to play them, I was playing with a friend. And we were passing back and forth the controller on uh, PC. And we were doing the racing ones. And uh, we were both really drunk while we were doing it. And... Drunk driving is a horrible thing that no one should ever do outside of a video game. But getting drunk and playing Forza and whatnot is fun. Yeah. And in this case, GTA with fucking loop-de-loops. Yeah, no, it's... I've always liked the kind of crazy what-the-fuck GTA Online maps anyway. So the fact they're embracing the crazy makes me happy. Rockstar's pretty good about that. Yeah. Not enough companies are willing to double down on the crazy. Yeah. So you had something you wanted to add to the news, so go for it. Something about Gatacon right. 2? Galacticon <laughs> 2? So Galacticon 2 is coming, which for people who are big fans of Metalocalypse, which me and Charlie are the demographic of. We are. The guy who makes it all is this guy named Brandon Small, and uh, he does it with Gene Hoagland and a couple other guys, Gene Hoagland being the drummer from the band Death and Strapping Young Lad and... Uh, Metalocalypse. And way back when, um, Brandon Small rented a bunch of studio time and got all these artists together, and it was supposed to be a recorded Death Clock album. And the because he has to deal with both a record label and a TV studio, he got red taped okay. and couldn't get or couldn't get the Death Clock album. And basically Seth went, I've got all this studio time, all these talented people. I'm just going to make an album of whatever the hell I want to make. So they made Galacticon, which is kind of a mix of, like, Death Metal and Steve Vai, and, like, it's much more artistic. And uh, Adult Swim and Cartoon Network have put their foot down and said there will be no more Metalocalypse. It is done. There cannot, will not be an ending to that show. But Galacticon 2, he has the opportunity to produce more Death Clock music under the different name. And it may be more artistic and it may be a little less good in the way of just straight metal, but that also doesn't mean that he won't just release a straight fucking metal track and we'll get, you know, another great, you know, song like Bloodlines or Patriot Copter or something like that. Yeah. So is it a band? Is he forming a band, essentially, or what? It's like a gorillas thing, almost? Um, um, no, it'd be much more like just a regular old b band with him, Gene Hoagland, and the guys that they've hired throughout the years. Fair. Because I don't know the bass player, and I think that usually the guitar work's all done by Brandon Small, so usually they do, um, they'll hire a touring guitarist, I believe, but I'm not fully certain. Not sure. So that's the news Jeff had for the week. No, it's cool news. Not necessarily video games, but important to us. Important to this, uh, video games and metal Indeed. channel. The metal, it must be satisfied. Yep. Also, I guess that brings us to our main topic this week, which, uh, we'll get to that actually kind of in a second. I want to talk about No Man's Sky first, because if you've lived under a rock successfully and avoided major gaming news sites, you might not know about this, but... The community for No Man's Sky is just in an uproar. Some guy paid like roughly $1,300, uh, $1,300 to get that game early. 
and then beat the game, heavy air quotations on beat, the game in 30 hours. He complained about a bunch of glitches, put up a bunch of videos of the stuff, and I have not played the game. I only kind of watched the videos. I read up some stuff on it, but I suspect the game, by the time you're hearing this podcast, the game will be out tomorrow, or it's already out to many of this late. I suspect next week's podcast will be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Possibly more on No Man's Sky, specifically its community then. But I wanted to bring this up because this game got a lot of hype, and it means a lot of things. This is the game people were sending death threats over the delay of. Like, the reporting of and the happening of the delay got people sent death threats. Mm -hmm. So I thought it'd be fun for um, me and Jeff to go through the exercise of not knowing really anything about a bunch of the games that are coming out the rest of the year. I made a list of what I view to be some of the more important, some of the more obscure games that come out in the next couple months leading up toward the end of the year. And we're just going to make wild-ass guesses about whether or not we think they're going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. You ready, Jeff? And in some instances, you're going to make wild-ass guesses about what they're about because he has not shared this list with me. So this is going to be all on the fly. I'll explain some if you have some actual questions. But so um, <laughs> for August, our first one is No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a fan... I- I don't think the game is going to be bad. I think that game is going to fall amazingly short of what people want that game to be. Like, there's no way that game will be well-received just given how much people have inflated that game into something it's obviously not. Like, I, every time I see that game, I look at it and go, okay, what else do you do? And... Even the de- even the developers have been kind of cagey about the game going like, yeah, there's uh, there's no real multiplayer. Like, hell, Alex was on here and didn't realize there wasn't multiplayer in that game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. To me, it's a moment of, I'm just going to wait and see. Yeah, no, that's um, very much the case. Yeah. I mean, there's always patching, there's always improvements. Games don't always have to be as glitchy as they start. Like, I always go back to Battlefield 3 where I can remember, like, if you went prone on a hill, you just went into the void. Yeah. And, like, I've seen plenty of completely unfunctional games before that get their footing soon after. Oh, no, I'm not even talking about the glitches from the mechanical standpoint. I think what they did with that game was very interesting. I just think the fan, like, the potential fan backlash for that game is going to be extreme and unfortunate. Their fan, Unfortunately, their fan base has already proven that they can be extreme with the threats. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. It, it could be extreme. It could be negative. I mean, at the end of the day, th- beating the game in 30 hours, that's a pretty long game well, in the grand all, scheme of things. Yeah, and the developers even said that the game will take between 40 and 100 hours, but people also keep like, oh, this is like Minecraft with space travel, and that may be the case. People may be deceived. <laughs> people not, may have deceived themselves. Yes, I think that's the better way of, think, of thinking about it. Yes, I think some people have imagine parts of this game that no one ever said was actually there or will think there's more to certain parts of this game that aren't even there remotely Mm -hmm. so next on our list deus ex human revolution deus ex evolution human revolution revolution uh i think it's going to come out it's going to be it's going to be very similar to when um What's that game? 
the third iteration came out and everyone was upset with the ending. Yeah, I, um, I'd like to think I that... I think it'll be similar to that just because it's a niche game in that it has one its own core group of fans. Yeah. And if they become upset, it won't impact the rest of gaming very similar to how... Um, why am I blanking on that game's name? Um, Mass Effect. Um, how Mass Effect's fan base, like, Mass Effect 3's ending was huge for the Mass Effect community, but for the rest of us, it was kind of a, it's over there, um, kind of thing. Like, everyone knew what was going on, but it wasn't, like, stopping us from playing other games. So I think that that game, because the Deus Ex community is a very specific one, should it be bad, it'll be important to the Deus Ex community. And, uh, to interrupt, sorry, my bad, um, it's not Deus Ex uh, Human Revolution, that was the last one, it's Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Sorry about that. Okay. This just say Mankind, Mankind Divided. Yeah, it's... Another, another good name for your boat. My, my hope for that game is purely, it's a better version of Deus Ex Human Revolution. I don't want necessarily new, I liked Human Revolution a lot, so... The idea of just a better version of that game, I'd be okay with. Yeah. There's also the small hope for a game like this one that it'll turn out to be a game like um, Metal Gear Solid Five, where like this game stands apart from the rest of the series and people sure. who weren't fans of the game are suddenly getting pulled into it. Yeah, no, it's... I, I'll, Myself included, where people were upset that the um, Human Revolution was not quite really a normal Deus Ex game. It was much more... I think ultimately streamlined in a good way. It was very much more of a game than the previous Deus Ex games were in some way, and less of a cyberpunk simulator. Don't get me wrong; mm -hmm. those were also fantastic games in their own times. But yeah, I, I think we'll have kind of a yeah, it's out. We can play it now. Reaction to it. So, mm -hmm. so overall positive. Yeah, I think we'll be positive. King of Fighters fourteen. King of Fighters fourteen. So I know nothing about this game, yeah. so I'm going to guess uh, with the random popularity of, like, really uh, good chivalry simulators, that's going to be one of those. <laughs> it is not one of those at all. It's uh, it's the next iteration Damn. in a long-running fighting game franchise. It's got like a hundred in-game I... characters. People have been bitching about how it's 3D as opposed to sprites. I think people will bitch about how it's 3D and not sprites the first week it's out, and then be happy there's more King of Fighters. I think it depends on how good the uh, combat yeah, goes looks between good. games. It looks like, good to me. Playing um, the more the more modern Mortal Kombat's and like the first like the original ones, they handle so differently because the combo system in the new ones is so much more advanced. Yeah. Um. I could see if they made a big transition like that and the game lost its feel, or if you knew a whole bunch of combos and stuff from the previous game and you're suddenly floundering, no, I, people I, would be upset. But I don't think going to happen. Like, this is King of Fighters. People are just upset about how they're losing the art style they used to have for polygon character, poly, uh, polygonal characters, which I think is a dumb thing to complain about when you have a hundred fucking characters in that game to play as. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Grow yeah, up. That's a lot of no, that's actually the next game. Oh, Grow Up? The sequel to Grow Home. Oh, then it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want more Grow Home. <laughs> I, I loved Grow Home a lot. I thought it was a fantastic game. I don't want a sequel to that game. I, I feel my time with that game has come to an end. Mm-hmm. 
Resident Evil 4 PS4 release. Um, they're up resing it, aren't they? Yeah. I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna say my. Well, let's, my be, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, my suspicion is Jeff will buy it. That's that's my thought on that one, pure and simple. Yeah. World of Warcraft Legion. I guess a little bit. Um, this is the next DLC expansion for World of Warcraft. I guess a little piece of backstory for you, Jeff. The last one, not so greatly received. This one has demon hunters in it, though. You are allowed mm-hmm. to say, I don't care. Wait, what was the game? Uh, World of Warcraft Legion, the new DLC for World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I. it's WoW. I think people like Destiny players like me will just kind of take what they can get of new content at this point. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next one. God Eater 2, a more action-y Monster Hunter clone. Mm-hmm. This is on here to stump you. Isn't this the anime or something? It's uh, Maybe they're related. I do not know. Um, God Eater is an anime. It's also uh, a video game where you hunt giant monsters and you have a shape-shifting sword thing. Uh, let's see. Box art looks neat. Um, is it a PSP game? PS4. Oh. There's a God Eater PSP, though, too. I talked about it last week. It's um, it's a Monster Hunter clone that's got slightly faster combat and stuff, and yeah. And I don't have to own a Wii to play it. Nope. Hmm. Yeah, that's my reaction. All, yeah, all good things. Yeah, my my review, my, my prediction for it is I already pre-ordered it because it's a Monster Hunter game. I don't have to play on a DS. Yep. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Attack on Titan video game. Oh boy. Um so I watched the gameplay of this and it looks like one of those moments where you see that like they understood they wanted it it its level of sparseness and emptiness that I saw in levels kind of reminisces me of like oh man, please don't burn me the stake for this comment. It reminds me of watching Superman sixty four. Where there's just like the same level wow. of like openish level with not much going on, and then, I mean, I haven't seen the game being played much, um, because I I'm one of the few people that I'm not crazy about Attack on Titan. There are things there's I'd actually go so far as to say there's things about it I actually don't like, and I don't hate the show. I've watched a fair or I've watched enough of it. And there's a piece of me that will probably one day go and finish that show, but I'm not, um, I'm not like a ravenous fan of it. And I think that they've got, if they can make the game have really good string foo in it, it could be a totally fun game and the newest in people want Shadows of the Colossus back. But I really expect this is just going to be like, it's going to be like Ruby Grim Eclipse. Like if you don't play Ruby, it's fucking garbage. Yeah, if you're like, if you're not into the source material, meh. Yeah, the fans and I will, will like admit it. about Ruby Grim Eclipse. <laughs> yeah, the fans will like it a lot probably, and the rest of us won't care. That's yes. it for August. So September, Recore. Recore? Exactly. S- sounds like a Mech Warrior game. Kind of, but not really. It's that um Xbox One exclusive, and I guess it's coming to PC now too. As part of their initiative, where it's forty they bucks, they kill the Xbox by themselves. A little bit, yeah. I'm Do- kind of imagining like Windows 10 and Xbox doing a hug, and Windows 10 just sticks a knife in the back of uh, in an Xbox's back. Why, why, my old friend? Why did you do this to me? Yeah, yeah. 
No, it's so my reaction to this one is I think a lot of people again have decided this game might be something it's not and at E3 they showed off a lot more shooting than people expected was in the game. So I think we'll have a yeah, it's a game. Yeah, reaction. Yeah. Looks cool. I like yeah. the box art. Yeah, it's got some it's got it's a cool design. I'm not sure the game is good enough for us to get excited about it ultimately though. Mm-hmm. Destiny Rise of Iron. Uh, worst or worst game ever. Be glitchy at launch. No one will like it. Not even Destiny players. Yep, you were. Nah, it, it's gonna be well. It's gonna be. It's gonna be ill received because one thing that people wanted won't be in it, and then. That'll get fixed, then everyone will be happy. It'll oh, yeah. be another great addition in the Destiny universe. And Destiny players are never happy. They could never make a Destiny game we like. <laughs> yeah, Those I was completely kidding with the worst game ever stuff. Oh, no, we will find ways to nitpick it. I, it's, I, if, I know, but I have no authority to no, do that. No, I know. I, if Bungie <laughs> can actually follow through with their promise that Taken King was reimagining and Rise of Iron is a, refi- is a refinement of the success of Taken King, yay. Mm-hmm. But as a member of the Destiny community, I have to get this off my chest. Bungie can't do anything right. Even when we're <laughs> happy, we're angry with them. We are the worst community ever. Meh! Wah! I don't know, that Counter-Strike Source community. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I, I think they're doing a lot of things right. I think that game is best when it's a weird-ass fantasy game, and they're doubling down hard on that weird-ass fantasy. They're bringing back Thorn, which I'm both happy and upset about because on one hand, it means I have to play against people using Thorn. On the other, I get to play with Thorn again. And on the third hand, I get to watch people bitch about how Thorn is ruining the game. So, yeah! <laughs> Everything are... So you're getting out your lighter fluid, I see. Basically. Oh, no! The way Destiny works is Bungie announces something, and we go, "Oh, Bungie's announcing something." Did we clean- announce fire repeat? Did we get the um, <laughs> pitchforks clean since last time we rioted in the streets? Because it wasn't enough. We're giving you a new expansion. It's not enough. <laughs> we want your children. They Didn't know you make more. things slightly more unobtainable yes. just to like tide you over longer. A little bit. Little bit. But yeah, so um, last for September, Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, I'll probably get it. <laughs> yeah, my reaction too. Jeff will probably get it. Um, I want more Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you might get that with that game. It was kind of Kingdom yeah. Heartsy when I played the demo for it. No, absolutely. That's exactly what I want in a game. Yeah, I I, I think that game has too much hype to live up to, and it's been in development just long enough. It might be a good Final Fantasy game. I'm not sure I know what a good Final Fantasy game looks like, though, at this point, either. Like, what is the Final Fantasy game you want them to capture? I basically want the Kingdom Hearts fighting engine with a interesting story with likable characters. I think they're going to really fail on the third request. Yeah. Because our... I'm being prejudiced because... Um, Final Fantasy XIII was so fucking horrible, and all, so many of the characters were so amazingly dislikable. Um, well, and to be fair, the VR support for this game is ogling tits, so... 
I mean, I give two shits less, yeah. less about that. I mean, but so long as the rest of the game, like, fully functions, it's kind of like this is the game that I've been waiting for and demanding for a long time that they've kind of owed me because of, um, they were supposed to make uh, Kingdom Hearts um, blended uh, expansion 413 a long time ago. Sure. That was like Final Fantasy 13. I don't know, I'm going to say ReCore because I know that's wrong and no one will get mad if I don't list anything remotely uh, close to what it's supposed to be. Um, and uh, that game never came out, um, to my knowledge. And Oh, Crisis Core. That is 15. No, not Crisis Core. I picked a word oh. out of the uh, ass. Or actually, no, you could still be right. I don't I know. I think Crisis Core... 15 is what Crisis Core was, I want to say. Yeah, there was a game I was promised, it never came about, and now here it is. Yeah, I think this is, I think this is that game, actually. But so, yeah, I, my thoughts are Jeff will probably buy that. I don't like Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to October, Mafia 3. Um, I think it's going to do well because... Our... The Mafia games have always sat, like, in this weird space of being good games in the shadow of... Better games? I guess, yeah. Like, it, they've always been in the shadow of, like, the GTA series while not being quite, like... I don't know what it is that can't get them up to GTA's popularity, but that said, you know, this E3, if you paid attention to E3, you heard about their fucking casket thing. Yeah, no, I... I think for the first time, Mafia 3 is, is launching when no other open-world games of major note are happening of that same style. Yeah. and GTA, 5, or GTA 6 is a long way out. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get to the other game later, but like the only other competition it really has is Watch Dogs 2, and I ain't buying <laughs> Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs 2, Electric Boogaloo. Basically, yeah. No, it's. I think my thought on this one is this might be the first Mafia game I don't rent. I might actually buy this one. It looks kind of cool. It's got some stuff going on with it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, also, it, they've definitely taken a lot of creative, like, risks isn't the word, but they're going out into, like, you know, there aren't many video games that take place in Louisiana. Or like, during the time. Yeah, yeah no, the racism yeah, angle of it I actually find fascinating. Like, they're doing a lot of social commentary. GTA just never does. I mean, GTA does some social... Oh, Red Dead Redemption does some social commentary, but more of a joke. Not necessarily banner. about yeah, yeah, not necessarily about racism in that one. But uh, there, there's a lot of um, let's say there's a lot of things that they're doing in this game that I think are breaking the mold and really stepping up to the plate and kind of doing. We have original ideas and we're going to showcase them. Yeah, no, it's I like I said, I I actually might buy that one. I've never bought a Mafia game. I've played the other two. They were Decent. This one actually looks pretty cool. Mm. Gears of War 4. Uh, it'll be a game. Everyone I know I'll play, will play it, and I will be alienated because I am not a big Gears of War person. Similar reaction. I like Gears of War 4. I will be buying it. Yeah. This may be the one that finally changes me because I get or a lot of, I guess... This is dumb to admit, but it's the truth. A lot of what made me dislike Gears of War was I was the Sony kid... Gears of War was the Xbox thing, and this was during the quote-unquote console wars when it was, like, at its peak. Yeah. Um, 
And because of that, the Gears of Wars games just never really caught me. And chest high wall games. I actually don't know if there's a better one out there than it, but it wasn't something that like pulled me. But I don't know, it could change my mind. Yeah. Depends on how the game turns out. I've always liked Gears of War. I will get that because it's Gears of War. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look as bad as the one starring Baird was, so that's good. PlayStation mm-hmm. VR. <sighs> that is going to be the like a cornerstone of of uh, our world that we're gonna have to all talk about and basically like, I guess, address that like. This is going to really be the defining moment of what does VR do? I yeah, I think I I've thought about buying a base by PlayStation VR. I'm going to hold off I think a little bit for the dust to settle. What I am curious to see is what it does to the VR landscape because I think if this one doesn't take off, VR this round won't. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is this is the one you could sell VR with and if they can't sell this I think VR, we start talking about whether or not it actually happens this time around, or we got to wait 10 years again for it to not be a kind of hobby thing. Yeah. Nah, definitely. That that one is the, like, I don't even know how to predict that one. No, it's, I, I, I think it will do okay. I think there's been enough of a positive reaction to the concept of PlayStation VR. It's at the right price point. You attach it to your PS4. It's got games. It's got actual goddamn games that are good. And, like, as someone who's been kind of anti-VR the entire time, the fact that I'm kind of going, eh, I could maybe be interested in a PlayStation VR, I think is a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Battlefield 1. Battlefield 1? Um... Yeah. I don't know how well this one will do. I think it will have a really popular first week, and then bad things will happen. Yeah. The thing is, it's got it's building on so many other games' success that the other games are going to be the go-to game in a lot of these scenarios. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they... Battlefield 1945, or whatever the World War II one's called. Um <sighs> 1942. I've I, I've learned a lot about World War One, and actually they might be able to do a lot of really interesting things with World War One, because it's a game that historically you can do a lot of scaling. Because I don't know, this one's so fucking complicated. Because World War One is such a pivotal war in like the world's history because it's when we start using. The machine gun. Yeah, it's, it's an important and, war. We've talked about this, I think, at least once. Yeah. And you can get into that, and one of the things that, like, I think about is how is this going to affect gameplay? The minute, like, if we go back to, like, Battlefield Civil War, and you're sitting there fucking reloading a flintlock gun, that'll suck ass, because it is taking the strong point of the Battlefield games, their mechanics, because the mechanics survive each individual game and go on to the successor... That is what has survived more than their storylines. And once you start fucking with the mechanics to start going backwards in firearm technology, you can start shooting yourself in the foot. And the, um, like, how far back do we go in gun technology before it starts dragging I'm down not the sure mechanics you can that's go built back around? back before 
World War One is the real answer. You so, definitely can't. Yeah, and, I, and even then, the war doesn't start out necessarily with the machine gun. And there's lots of powers and factions that didn't have that kind of technology that still partook. Yeah, I, it's. I, I think the game looks cool. I'm not the biggest Battlefield fan, so I'll probably give it a pass at least initially until the dust settles. But I think it could be a very interesting launch. I think it will be mostly positive, but veer towards negative. Like um. The fact it's called Battlefield 1, I find interesting. I think they might be rebooting this franchise or something like that, which is an interesting choice. I bet it's going to be a lot like Hardline, where it's a thing, but people are still playing Battlefield 3. Mm -hmm. Civilization 6. Um, it'll be successful within its own community, yes. I think. It will not convert um, new people to Civ, but the Civ fans will be happy because more Civ... The Last Guardian. Man, this is a tough game. Does it even um, actually come out? No, 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 I meant like the, the guessing game. Oh, no. I'm saying, does it even actually come out? Because I could be persuaded to believe I don't think it makes its release date, actually. Mm-hmm. Um... I think the game will do well. I think a lot of people want it. Yes. I think it's going to have the type of success that a game like Inside or like Limbo would, where it's like, this isn't a AAA title, but there's genuine interest sparked by how... I'm assuming it's going to be good. So depending on like if it's if people enjoy it, it has the ability to have that kind of like underground, super meat boy... Binding of Isaac level of success that you sometimes see. Sure. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Uh, I think it comes down to how badly is it going to, or how badly are uh, people going to hack it. It'll be fine till the hackers show up. Yeah. That's how there's a throwaway one in all honesty. Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2. That one is going... It's going to be interesting to watch that one because that's going to be the rebuilding of an empire um, and seeing whether or not they actually pull it off. Yeah. Because there's a fairly strong possibility they're not gonna. I'd like to see it do well. I I have not seen enough of that game to make me believe they added enough to make that game meaningfully better, but I have hope, I guess. Like, I want it to be good. I, I'll probably be picking yeah. that up because I like Titanfall 1 a lot. Mm -hmm. The Skyrim re-release. Fuck them. Yeah. That's... Fuck you, Bethesda. <laughs> I think that's actually personally a really bad move on Bethesda's part that can do nothing but backfire. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's important to console players, but from the PC community, one big middle finger. And I... Yeah, I, I don't think console... I, I think enough of us are kind of Fallout 4 or going... You know, maybe these games aren't actually that good, as good as we thought they were because of Fallout 4, that I get the I get the idea behind this. I don't think it's going to do as well as one might think it will. Mm -hmm. So our second to last category or time frame is the holiday season. I made it like this because this, um, separating November and December was a pain in the ass. Call, um, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare. It'll sell because it's a Call of Duty game. Yep. Dishonored um, 2. I'm hoping that it actually turns out to be a half-decent game in general because of the um, 
we keep talking about like these Ghost in the Shell games, and yeah. if they can make a decent or a good like future space game, and it really breaks away from what makes or what drags it into being a Call of Duty game outside of mechanical uh, strengths, um, they have possibility. I'm not really got a lot of faith in that comment, but infinite universe of infinite possibilities yeah. is possible. It looks cool. If it's a Call of Duty game, it'll do okay at least. Yeah, Dishonored 2, I'll pick it up. Dishonored I'll probably two. enjoy it. Yeah, I'll probably pick it up too, but I probably won't enjoy it as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2? Uh, I'll watch it come out, Yeah, and then I will stand back. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't like Watch Dogs 1. Watch Dogs 2 has made me not change my opinion of that franchise at all. So maybe I'll be changed at some point, but you know... Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, I don't want to upgrade my Nintendo hardware, but they both look really... Are, I, I'm totally geared up, hyped up, and have all the subliminal stuff of Pokemon in my brain to well-receive and accept a new Pokemon game into my heart. Do you think they'll get a boost from Pokemon Go? Do you think they can capitalize on the popularity of Pokemon Go to sell more of this game? Oh, absolutely. I actually disagree. I think there's not... Because Pokemon goes on phones and Sun and Moon is on a DS, or 3DS or 2DS, I don't think... I I think it would make sense if there was an uptick because of it. I don't think you're actually going to move more units because of that one, though. I think they'll move more units. It won't be... or You're going to have the core demographic of people who already owned a DS. Sure. And then people who haven't paid attention to Pokemon in months just read the article that you read about, like, the new... or same old Pokemon, new... Uh, flavor twist, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm talking um, about getting non-gamers, though, or non-people that would play a Pokemon game anyway, into I the still games. Are, I think people who owned Pokemon as a kid, which is, let's face it, the majority no, of fair. us, that's that's not a minority. Yeah. People who haven't owned a Game Boy since the Game Boy Color might pick one up and be like, yeah, maybe I'll give this thing a go again. I had so much fun with it the first time around. I can see it. I don't think it's going to be like, setting new sales records for Nintendo, but I do think it'll outperform sales had Pokemon Go not come out. Fair. Um, Gravity Rush 2. Gravity Rush 2? Um, I think that'll be another, like, Binding of Isaac level of success. Um, it'll appeal to kind of an indie market, and some people will pick it up, and some people will never hear about it. Yeah, my fear is it's going to be like Gravity Rush 1, a fantastic game that... No one remembers because it got fucking buried by everything else around it. Yeah. Steep. Uh, That's the Ubisoft extreme sports game in snow. Um, yeah, you're having the right reaction. Say, you didn't say ner- Neversoft so, or EA Big, so not likely to hold my attention. The game does not look good to me either. I, it's, I don't know what Ubisoft is trying to do, but... Nothing about that game I find appealing in any way, shape, or form. South Park, mm-hmm. the fractured butthole. It'll probably be the second coming of the first game. Yep, I think it'll do well. I'm not sure it will do... I'm, I'm not sure it will actually do as well, possibly, because the first one was new and inventive and OMG, look at how crazy this thing is. This is the sequel. I'm not sure mm-hmm. they can make that game meaningfully better and get that same level of, oh, holy crap, they pulled it off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Kingdom Hearts 2.8, the PS4 re-release. Um, if I hadn't just bought a uh, friggin' PlayStation 2 copy of uh, Kingdom Hearts, I'd grab it, but I do, so I won't. <laughs> yeah, I I think they've re-released Kingdom Hearts too many times now. It's... Yeah, they re-released it like three fucking times. Yeah. Because they keep having to bundle up all the fucking handheld games. Well, so here's the dumb thing. I could have sworn you could already play Kingdom Hearts 2 on the PS4. You could play it on the PS3. I thought there was also a PS4 release towards launch, but I guess not. Uh, if that's the case, that's even funnier. I love that's 2.8, yeah. though. That's It's like, no, it's not 3 yet. It's 2.8. Well, it's because the PS3 version's called 1.8. That's even dumber. <laughs> oh, welcome to Earth. That's just dumb and makes me angry. Mm-hmm. Dead Rising 4. Dead Rising 4? Yep. Um, <sighs> zombies are really beaten to death at yes, the moment. Yes, I don't care about zombies. I don't care about Dead Rising yeah. 4. Dead Rising was good for its wacky and zaniness, I think, with Dead Rising 2, and then I think Dead Rising 3 got a little bit gritty for people's tastes. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it'll probably be a perfectly great and perfectly fine Dead Rising game. Um, it'll, uh, I think maybe if it had more distance between itself and Dead Rising 3, it might be a little... It might be received a little better. Yeah. Um... Or if we weren't at a point in life where, like, people's opinion of The Walking Dead is fluctuating, it's not gone negative by any means, but I've definitely seen, like, I don't know if I want to keep watching it. Oh, next episode, okay, yeah, you know, I'm, def I'm definitely still watching it. No, I'm, I'm not sure you. if I want to keep I... Like, they're getting into the, like, the flip flippy floppy. I think Dead Rising 1 was a product of the giant, look how awesome zombie things are. I am someone who got super burnt out on zombies in that time period, so I still don't play zombie video games. Yeah. I play zombie video games, but I'm so much more like... I almost feel like a hipster because I'm just like, Oh, your new zombie stuff is bullshit! I was into zombies when they were unpopular! I, I don't... There was at least a lot less of it back then, so I think it was actually a little yeah. bit better. It was much more novel when it occurred. Yeah. Nah, so um, for our last category, the confirmed but no official date for them yet once. You should go pretty quickly. <laughs> Cuphead. Cuphead? I want Cuphead. I want Cuphead um, too, but I don't think we'll be... I don't think we'll I be don't know. Show. I don't think it's... Yeah. I think that Super Meat Boy was the pinnacle of the success of, like, a little indie game like that one, and then everything will be diminishing returns from here. I think the issue is that's not, a, that's not a little indie game anymore. Microsoft has taken a vested interest, and I, I think it's one of those it things... It might get pushed then. It might be the next year. Who knows? But I think yeah. it's... I didn't mean, like, push back. I meant, like, it might get uh, heavy uh, advertising Oh, no, stuff. I think it will get fucking pushed in that regard. I don't think there's a lot of that game to push. I yeah. think the side-scrolling is very... That game went from a game that was essentially just boss fights to a game with some platforming elements that don't look super awesome. I mm -hmm. I think that game is coasting on its amazing art style and design sense. I don't think the game part of that is actually a good game. Or mm -hmm. will be actually a good game. I mean, that's quite a lot to coast on, though. 
So yeah. we'll see what it does. But I'm talking about like public reaction, how it ultimately reviews. Like I, I don't think the art style will carry it through public opinion. I think the art style can carry it through its first week. Yes. Lawbreakers, the new game from Cliffy B. Um, oh, that one actually looked interesting. Yeah. I don't think it'll... I think it's too little too late into the arena shooters are starting to get focused because with competitive games comes focus of community. Yeah. And I think the community's very big in Overwatch and, like, Counter-Strike Go at the moment. Entering into the first-person shooter market right now is not an easy barrier to entry. Yeah. I have been touching the um, pre-alpha, or the alpha, I guess, for this game, the private alpha, whatever it's called, and I have faith. It's in... Closed it's, alpha. Yeah, the closed alpha. It's got some cool stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I, no, it definitely looks like it's got some ideas. I do think you're right, though. I think it depends, like, really what's going on with Overwatch. Um, I think that game was potentially a lot better than Overwatch is in the kind of MOBA powers in a first-person shooter way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we'll, we will see. I think that... It, that one could go either way. I think it will be potentially huge on PC, and I don't think it's coming to consoles. Mm-hmm. Gwent. Gwent? Like the Witcher card game? Yeah, it's getting a full video game release. Um, I think it's going to appeal to a very, 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 very minute demographic, but I think they're not going to spend much money making it, and they'll make their money... Selling it to the small demographic. Yeah, it feels like a practical joke that got out of hand to me, I guess. A little bit. I mean, the game already, I've like watched my roommate play that game, and it's like, I'm the lord of the entire land, and I've sent you out to save me wife and child. But first, a game of Gwent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, so that's the thing. If you remove the backdrop of the Witcher game, which is kind of how ridiculous is Gwent, is Gwent still funny? Yeah. And I've watched the game played. It's mechanically very complicated. Yes. Um, they they definitely wrote a full fucking card game. Yep. Like, they didn't half-ass that. I kind of want a card game version of it more than an actual digital game in some ways. Eh, maybe that's step two. Yeah. Rock they of Ages. deal with Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Rock of Ages 2. Discount Katamari Damacy. Yeah! Um, it'll never do as well as the original Katamari Damacy, I don't think. Eh, I could go for some rolling or, people up with boulders. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, I think it'll be fun, but it's going to, the demographic's going to appeal to is people who played Katamari Damacy as kids and still like it. And I don't think this game's going to really break into new markets with new people. Like, if you weren't already a Katamari fan... It's hard to sell the idea. Well, it's, it's a sequel to the um, indie success that was Rock of Ages 1, so I think it's... Actually, that's yeah. uh, that, that's actually a more fair analysis. You're probably right. Yeah, I, I, I think it will do well. You're now aware of Rock of Ages, so you might pick this one up as opposed to the other ones, so... <laughs> Maybe. I have hope. I like Rock of Ages. It's dumb in the right way. Mm-hmm. Friday mm-hmm. the 13th. This I'll be getting. Um, Do you think it will be I, good, though? I think that there's enough people involved who should be that it will potentially be a good game. That said, being a good game may not be enough to push the game into the limelight. Um, especially because it's a uh, a licensed title. Um, 
for the movie series, and the video games have a bad history with those. That said, recent history with like Alien Isolation and um, yeah, I think there was one other that did really well. There were like there have been some movie based video games that haven't sucked recently. Um, so it does have some positive PR going for it in the form of other games. Um, do I think it's going to be a triple-A worldwide success? Probably not. Yeah. Because um, what is the game that's out right now? It's Dead Before Dawn. D- um, Dead by Dawn, I think, or something. Dead by Dawn. is. I think it's doing fine. There was a little while where it was the top of Twitch, but it's not shaking the earth and knocking other games off their pedestal or anything like that. Yeah. Neo. Neo. It's Dark Souls, but Samurai. Uh, I hadn't heard of it, and I wasn't interested until you used those words. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That that sounds like a natural progression of that. If anything, Dark Souls, you know, the English soldier's kind of clunky. (laughs) Yeah, you fight some demons and shit. It looks cool. So it's Ninja Gaiden. (laughs) Yes, but more Dark Souls-y. I'm on board with that. That sounds great. Shadow Warrior 2. Uh, I have no idea about that one. I I personally am ready for the return of Lo Wang. As, as the protagonist of that game would put it, I'm ready for some Wang. I could go for more Shadow Warrior in my life. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if they could make that game a little faster and maybe a little less... Repetitive, that could be a fucking amazing game for me. I love Shadow Warrior 1, and Shadow, Shadow, the trailer for Shadow Warrior 2 sold me on buying Shadow Warrior 1. It's like, I need to see what the fuck precursors this. Oh shit, this game is ridiculous. Okay. If you are curious, there's a quick look of it over on the channel. I think it's Hour 1 Shadow Warrior or something. You should go watch it. Something Wicked Studios. We also do video and shit. But... <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, because it only wound up on here by freak accident, our last game that we were guessing at, the final game that we were predicting whether it will be good or not based on essentially no knowledge of the game whatsoever, Walking Dead Season 2, Season 3 from Telltale Games. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I think it'll do about as well as the other ones did. People will buy it and maybe they won't pay as much attention to it. I think people are tired of the Walking Dead games. I think people are getting rapidly tired of the Walking Dead. I think Telltale needs to figure its shit out by now. Like I, I think the bad times that are Telltale Batman on the PC are indicative of like i've only really actually liked one telltale game recently and that was the borderlands one and that was because it was borderlands mm-hmm. the game of thrones one not great walking dead season two not super great a wolf among us had some moments i guess batman haven't played it yet but apparently it's got some issues mm-hmm. well it's because of the borderlands one that i say that i would like to see them like let someone else take the reins on the gameplay yeah. And they can kind of... They can probably pull it off. Well, they did the gameplay for that, but at the same time, they were kind of forced because it's like, no, it's a fucking Borderlands game. There has to be action. It can't be just people pontificating for two hours. Yeah. Nah, totally... Or that's the exact, like, good happy medium, I think, that, like, can be and needs to be hit. Yeah. 
Well, so that brings us to the end of me and Jeff predict what we think will be good and bad in the upcoming year. The list ends at the end of 2016. Hopefully we're right about the ones that are good and wrong about the ones we thought were bad. I don't know. I'm not going to keep track of this, but I feel as though I'm as entitled as the rest of the internet to have opinions about games I haven't played yet as the No, More, as the, uh, no Man's Sky community is. So, yeah. Social oh, yeah. commentary. And it all comes full circle. Yep, I told you it would come full circle. Back to <laughs> so No Man's anyone, Sky. Or do we want to call that the last thought or words of wisdom? Uh, that's probably the end of it. Yeah, I don't have much more to say on this topic aside for next week's podcast could be fucking interesting. Well, at the very least, we'll definitely be talking about it for better or for worse. Probably, probably. Oh, that's, so, that, as always, we are Something Wicked Studios. You can check us out online at somethingwickedstudios.net. Over on the YouTube, we are Something Wicked Studios there. We post videos somewhere between three and five times a week, depending on what I have. Um, we have an upcoming quick look for a game called Chumbara. Chumbara. It's a cool little fighting game. We have ongoing Jade Empire, Metal Gear, and other stuff probably eventually happening. Um, but yeah, go check us out if you like us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and there's a Facebook and shit like that. But yeah. And email us. Oh, yes, and email us at thewickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you might get to hear you, yeah, you might get to hear it right on air, because we might do that or something. Mm-hmm. Tell us how wrong we are about No Man's Sky. I would love to hear that. Or anything else we've been generally wrong about. Yeah, that'd, sure be, plenty of things. that'd be fun. I'll admit when I'm wrong, which is mm-hmm. never. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So got any profound last thoughts for us, Jeff? Um, hopefully the new Final Fantasy game doesn't suck, and I'll probably be playing some Updrise Resident Evil. Destiny is coming. The, say these are statements more than anything. Destiny is coming. Embrace. And we may not hear from Charlie for a while. This channel, this podcast is getting shut the fuck down September 20th. <laughs> nah, it's probably not, but I might play it during the podcast recording. Say either that or do a backlog episode. Something like that. But yeah, we'll be here next week and the week after that and the week after that and the week after that. I did this joke last week and thought it was funny, so I'm doing it this week as well. Mm-hmm. It's also technically accurate. Yeah. So we are Something Wicked Studios, and cue the metal. Cue the metal.